Welcome to Indelible Logos. We are going to give you the words that are going to make a lasting impression. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to listen to another episode of the Indelible Logos podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since I've recorded, and I have a very good reason for that. I wasn't sure I had anything new to say. But first, let me introduce myself for those new to the audience. My name is Tiki, and I am the co-creator of this podcast, God Being the Other Party, and I am so happy that you're listening. Well, if you weren't aware of what season we are in, then you must be sleepwalking through life. This month is considered to be the most wonderful time of the year. Now that can mean different things to each of you. For me, it's the time I celebrate Christmas by way of acknowledging the birth of Jesus. And typically I get excited about the lights outside, decorations inside, the music, food, fun, fellowship, the whole shebang. But can I tell you, my excitement so far has been a little lacking. The lights are on, they, they are on outside, but the decorations inside are a tad sparse. Uh, the music has been playing, but I've been not doing a whole lot of singing. And food for some of the days have been more comfort than festive. Fun? Meh. And fellowship, well, the only fellow I've been shipping it with is the woman at the post office. Why all the glum, chum? Well, I've been in another one of those struggles. And there have been so many reasons to have moments of hurt, not just for myself, but for others that I really care about. And these things that are called emotions and feelings are not for the faint of heart. Don't go jumping in those waters without knowing how to at least doggy paddle. But let me back up just a little bit. Many of you know in June I traveled to Tennessee because I was invited to present my work for the opportunity to have another book published. My first book was Heaven Can Wait and that was back in 2013. I have I, I left a very good job to pursue this offer and I repeat this fact often because it's part of the fight that I'm overcoming. Well, just a few weeks ago, I was informed that Simon & Schuster, a huge traditional publishing house in New York City, doesn't think Dare to Believe is what they are looking for. Ironic that the title was rejected. (laughs) Um, I was hurt, but not crushed. However, I'd be lying if I didn't say the rejection didn't pierce my face. It's so easy to get into waters of doubt when something you were believing for hoping for didn't turn out the way you saw it unfolding. I'm wanting to share my real life experience without making this podcast sound like a party of one by the name of pity. What was me? But I really do need to be transparent. Cue the holidays. Thanksgiving was approaching and I began to long for my extended family in a way like I haven't experienced in years. Both those who are no longer on this side of earth and those who I'm separated by distance. I'm missing all of them. I still did what was on my heart and that was to be an encouragement and share our blessings with others, but there was still that hurt. 
And the weekend after Thanksgiving, Francis and I, my husband, went to do our traditional thing, which is cut down our Christmas tree. And after much walking through the farm, we finally found one that we agreed upon and we brought it home. People, can I tell you that that tree sat in my living room for a whole week, naked and undecorated. Here's the thing. I've been battling what I've been battling It isn't just about the rejection of my book. They can't take that from me. It just means that their publishing house isn't the one that I'm meant to work with. The battle has been for my dream, my purpose, my why. The very things that I've been coming to you on this podcast to speak about, to inspire you and others to go after. It's been a battle to see if I can follow my own advice those days I was feeling lost, uninspired, and confused, I had to choose to believe in my why, even though I was no longer sure if my purpose and dream were still valid. I mean, I knew that I still had a purpose, but I wasn't sure that I knew if my purpose was what I really thought that it was. My friend asked me this week, he said, does anyone else push you, motivate you? And I didn't answer him for a few days. And when I finally answered him, I gave him the truest answer from my heart. God. The days I felt the lowest, God encouraged me to focus on his promises to me. The days I hurt and cried, he reminded me that he has a plan for my life and it's good. When I didn't think I had anything left to share, he showed me that he is at work in and through me, and my simple acts of obedience have made a difference in others around me. I had almost fell for the lie. There is an adversary of our souls, and he wants nothing more than to kill our hope, steal our peace, and destroy our purpose. What I want you to know is that anything worth having is worth fighting for, whether it's your health, your peace, marriage, or relationship, job, your dream. If it's important to you, don't give up, even through the contrary feelings and the mixed emotions. There's always going to be an obstacle to cause you to question what you believe, but let your response be one of faith. And please know that faith isn't based on how you feel, but what you choose to believe over your feelings. And don't forget you are worth the fight. As we come to the end of the year, it's not just the most wonderful time, but it's also the time you have to push the hardest to finish strong and set yourself up for a new year. End this year better than where you started. It's not too late. I promise you that. Each day is an opportunity to set yourself up for a better tomorrow. Your feelings, though valid, shouldn't dictate your actions. That has to come from someplace deeper, someplace which is rooted and grounded in truth. Sometimes that inspiration, push, motivation that my friend asked me about the other day comes from wisdom shared by people that I come across. What I'm about to repeat are tips from the crew of the Humble Minded Podcast, who the the audience or the panel, I should say, range in age from 19 to 23 years old. 
And I love that I can receive wisdom, not based on their age, but based on wisdom. Here we go. Be faithful in the season God has you in. Taylor. Just because you are not hearing from God in a season doesn't mean that God isn't moving. Amanda. What you do while you wait matters. Amanda. What will you fill that space up with while you wait? Also, Amanda. God moves on his own time. Channing. When you set yourself apart, that requires you having the faith to stand on your own. Also, Channing. And this one I got from one of those precious women that I met in Tennessee back in June. This was a a jewel discovered yesterday, and when I tell you it spoke volumes, it really did. It goes, when God calls you to something, he is not always calling you to succeed. He's calling you to obey. The success of the calling is up to him. The obedience is up to you. Don't let what you're going through keep you from living and enjoying this season. I had to remind myself of what really matters. That I am more than a rejection, more than a job that pays well, more than these mixed feelings and emotions that I almost allowed to make me believe there is nothing grand or exciting waiting for me in my tomorrows. If any of this resonates with you and you need some one-on-one encouragement, don't be afraid to reach out to a trusted friend or a family member. Don't let pride keep you from getting the TLC that you need right now. And if you are living out your best life in the season, I promise I am cheering for you. Go for it. Get it. But if you happen to know someone who is fighting, please share this episode. Last, as I'm kind of getting ready to close, I just want to say that I am sorry. I haven't been diligent with the gathering my holiday short story. A new episode will be coming out in a few days. But until then, fight for what belongs to you and let your adversary know he can't have what's yours. So step off. I like you. I like to just close in saying I appreciate you guys, each and every one of you. Your support means so much to me. And until next time, again, be healthy, be well, be happy. Talk to you soon. Bye.